0: I know we're about to have so much fun together, so thank you so much for pushing play today. And now let's begin. Before we dive into today's episode, I wanted to share with you that I have officially opened up the signup page for a free workshop that I am hosting on August 25th called Manifest Money for Good. It's a three-day live workshop designed for lightworkers like you who are ready to stop resisting the prosperity that they deserve so that you can attract more money and unapologetically change the world. I'm giving away some incredible prizes this time in true Manifestation Babe fashion, so you're definitely not going to want to miss this one. If manifesting more money for good is on your goals list for 2020, then guess what? The universe has officially answered your prayers. You can sign up right now at manifestationbabe.com slash good. Again, that's manifestationbabe.com slash money for good. I am so excited to see you in the workshop. Okay, let's dive into today's episode. Hello, gorgeous souls, and welcome back to the Manifestation Bay podcast. I am so grateful and so excited that you chose to tune into this episode today because I promise you this is going to be a really good one and one that I have found so much interesting emotion. Um, So much joy and laughter and embarrassment and fear and all of the ups and downs from going through to deliver you this, uh, this, this lesson and this episode. So today I'm going to be talking about the difference between intuition and fear. Also the difference between your higher self and your ego. And this is like the number one question that I get from my Rich Babe Academy students. As well as my Manifestation Babe Academy students, especially since I have done to the best of my ability to teach them how to recognize the difference between the two voices. What I haven't been able to really express yet or really solidify because I was still learning it and needed this experience to really figure out was you know, like a lot of people can never tell the difference between like. Is Catherine, is the fear that I'm feeling just a warning from my intuition to get out of here or to choose a different path or that it's not right for me or that it's not part of my path? Or is this my ego just trying to give me unnecessary resistance and trying to take me or or get me off the path to take me outside of my comfort zone? And I have learned over the last couple of years that the voice of the ego is one of fear. So any type of fear-based thoughts, right? Anxious thoughts, thoughts that tell you you're not good enough, that you're not ready, that maybe you should wait, that it's not the right time. Like All of those thoughts that come from lack, scarcity, and fear- is the voice of the ego. And the voice of your intuition or the voice of your higher self, the voice that is connected to source is always one of love, right? So the voice of love is always telling you, hey girl, it's all good, stay on the path, you are loved, you are worthy, you are source, you're the entire universe expressing itself in human form and you can manifest whatever the F you want. And obviously one feels better than another. That's because your higher self is always gonna tell you the truth and your ego is always going to tell you a lie. And I think that we have bullshit meters inside of us. That is our higher selves can tell, or at least we can tell if something is a lie or if something is true based on how we feel about it. So if it makes us feel bad, which typically things that the ego tells us is things that make us feel bad, then that's a lie. And things that feel good to us typically reflect the truth. However, for the longest time, I couldn't really figure out how to explain to people, how do you know if it's your intuition telling you that this might be a potentially dangerous situation? Or this might be a situation that's not right for you or it's not meant for you or whatever it is. And how can you tell the difference between your ego just trying to play tricks on you? And so I want to tell you guys a story because I learned it, okay? I experienced it and I freaking learned it. And I'm here to share with you what happened on a flight coming from Austin, Texas, back to Los Angeles. What was it? Seven days ago? No, not even six days ago now. So this is called my flight without flight story. Okay. So I was telling, I was saying goodbye to my two friends at the Delta lounge because we're all flying Delta first class. And uh, my two friends, Lauren and Jen had a flight at 5 30 PM and I had a flight at 3 30 PM. And so obviously my boarding time came sooner than theirs. Their boarding time, of course, is later. So I had to say goodbye. I ate my last minute snacks and and kissed them on the cheek. And I went on my merry way to the boarding gate. Now, if you don't know this part of my story, I will remind you again or share this again that I used to have a debilitating fear of flying where I could not even go up to the person who scans your boarding tickets without popping a Xanax pill. Like I asked my doctor, I told my doctor one day, like I'm going insane. I'm flying a lot more than the average person. And this is actually um, even in high school. Yeah, I was 16 years old um, because I remember my first flight across the Atlantic Ocean was when I was 16 years old going to France. And I, with my stepdad and I asked my doctor, I told my doctor like, I'm going insane. There must be something you can prescribe me because I cannot fly without literally almost having a heart attack. And so that's when I got introduced to Xanax. And I used to be unable to walk into the airport without popping a pill. And I used to be unable to even walk up to the jetway without being under the influence of Xanax. Now there is no right or wrong here. That's just what I had to do, right? So there's no judgments. If you still do this, I don't do this because I have gotten over my fear of flying. And I do have an episode sharing that. Um, I don't remember the number. I wish I remembered that I would tell this part of the story. um, but it's somewhere down the list of my podcast where I talk about how, how I got over my fear of flying. And as I'm walking up to scan my boarding pass an old fear starts coming in, and all of a sudden, I get nervous and my heart starts racing. And I'm like thinking, this is very, very strange. I don't know why I'm feeling like this. And because I haven't felt like this in years, right? I'm thinking, oh my God, something's wrong. Like, is this a warning? Is this my intuition warning me, right? And then I walk down the jetway or the runway or whatever, however you want to call it. And as I'm getting on the plane, all of a sudden my old ritualistic tendencies kicked in where I had to touch the airplane's door and I had to look at the cockpit. Like I used to have this OCD pattern or OCD behavior of what I would do as I'm walking towards my seat on the airplane. And I just remember all of a sudden I started doing all these things. And then I started greeting the, I said hi to the flight attendant because I used to have this belief that if I was nice to the flight attendants, that they would save me in case something bad happened on the flight, right? This is so crazy, but these are my actual thoughts from back in the day. And so I was repeating all these behaviors and I sat in my seat and I was like row two and I think I was in the aisle. Yes, I was in the aisle. And I started like taking out my stuff you know, I grabbed my laptop, put it in the seat behind me. Um, and I mean, in front of me in that pocket, I put my duffel bag up. I like took out my headphones, like did my whole shebang. And as I sat in my seat, all of a sudden my palms started sweating. Right. And I, my heart started racing and i'm like what the f is going on right now and i'm just watching people come on the plane like it, nothing abnormal is happening whatsoever like there's absolutely no indication that anything is wrong and i'm on this plane and i start i unpack my stuff and you know i it's still boarding so i would say like if you know from this from this time i would say like maybe there's like another 10 minutes worth of people coming on and boarding and 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 sitting down and unpacking their stuff or whatever And I like sit down and I start doing Reiki on the plane. And I always do this. I always put a protective bubble around the plane, like a rainbow bubble, just to give it an extra boost of good energy. And actually backtracking last year, when I was flying from France back to Los Angeles, I actually was taking a story, an Insta story with my phone. And what I noticed was that in the shadow of my airplane, and uh, you know, I'm actually now feeling inspired to share it with you guys in my story. So if you, if you're watching me live, I'm going to post this after this episode, but there was actually a shadow of my, of the plane as we're flying and it had a freaking rainbow bubble around the plane. And that's when I knew, oh my God, my Reiki's working. Like This is not just a thing that I do to make me feel better. Like I am actually, wow, this is crazy. There's actually a rainbow bubble around the plane and it was wild. So anyway, I started doing that because I knew it worked, right? I had proof. And my heart is just racing even faster and even faster and even faster. And I'm going into a panic attack, you guys. I have not had a panic attack on the plane since I was like 18, 19 years old and now I'm almost 27. It's been a while because I've done so much inner work. I've done so much letting go of control, so much surrendering that by this point, I think I can handle a plane ride. And for some reason, I'm literally acting like my 15 year old, 14 year old, 16 year old self when I needed Xanax. And I'm like, what is going on? And I start texting Brennan and I'm texting him like, Brennan, can you like send extra good vibes to my airplane right now? And he's like, what? Of course. And I'm like, but can you like pray that I'm going to make it to LA? And he's like, Heaven, what is going on? And I'm thinking, who am I right now? What is going on? What the F is happening? And as I keep feeding even more energy to this, it just keeps getting stronger and stronger and stronger. All of a sudden I text Brennan and I go, I need to get off this plane. There's a voice telling me that I need to get off this plane. And I'm literally like feeling or hearing a voice like this intuition, or at least I think it is, saying get off this plane right now. And I have never done this, you guys. But I wasn't thinking. I just blacked out. I packed all my stuff. I text. I called Brennan. I'm like, Brennan, I'm getting off. And I literally, you know, I I get up, and you know how people are still getting on the plane, so it's like, you know, there's people blocking the doorway. And so I can't just like run out. And I know that I'm going to worry the people around me and I know I'm going to worry the flight attendant. So in this moment, I'm like, thinking, what am I going to tell the flight attendant? How am I going to tell them that like nothing's wrong, but like, I'm not feeling this flight. And how do I tell them that my intuition is telling me to get off this plane? Like that makes no sense. So I have to come up with a reason. So I started thinking, okay, I forgot something. And then I'm like, if they don't believe me that I forgot something, then I will say that my friends are still here and I want to hang out with them. Cause it was true. My friends were still in the lounge and I did want to still hang out with them. And at the same time, I'm thinking, oh my God, like Brennan's going to kill me because we planned that I would fly home. We'd get dinner. We'd go to our favorite spot. We'd catch up. I tell him all about my week. And I'm like going through all, all these thoughts, a million miles per hour. And so I get off, I get up with all my stuff and I look at the flight attendant and I'm like, I need to get off. I need to get off. And she's like, you need to get off. And I like nodded. Yeah, 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 I do. And she's like, okay. And then she's like, is something wrong? What happened? And I'm like, I I forgot something. And she's like, well, ma'am, is your bag on the plane? And I said, yeah. And then I thought about it. I was like, fuck. Yes, it's on the plane. But don't worry, uh, it's all good. I'll I'll get on the next flight and I'll grab my bag when it lands when I land in LAX. And she's like, ma'am, you do realize that this really concerns us. And I'm like, yes, I know how it looks, but and I'm not telling them this far. I'm like, I just need to get off the fucking flight. And I'm like, yes, yes, yes. I just forgot something. It's okay. I'm going to catch the next plane. And immediately when I got off the plane, I did feel a sense of relief. So I immediately was like, this is interesting. Why is this happening? I have no idea why this is happening, but I'm feeling a sense of relief. And I go to the uh, gate agent, because the flight attendant was like, ma'am, you need to go see the gay agent, because you, know, you just need to go talk to them. Because otherwise, we're going to worry. We don't know why you got off the plane. And they're, I don't remember exactly what she said. I think she said something like, they're going to be the ones to determine if your bag is still going to fly to LA without you, because that's a little sketch. And I'm like, I understand it's sketch. I'll go explain everything. So I go to the gate agent. And I'm like, hey, I'm so sorry. I need to get the next flight. Something came up. Um, can you book me the next flight to LAX? And of course, there are no other flights until the next day at 7 in the morning. And thankfully she let my bag fly. Cause I was like, okay, I'm just going to have Brennan go to LAX and pick up my bag. And at the same time, you guys, I'm thinking, what the F am I doing? I have never done this. Who am I right now? I am not recognizing myself whatsoever. And so I'm talking to the gay agent and I'm like, okay, can you give me a moment to marinate? Because 7am is too late. I need to get back to LA right now. I realize I just missed my flight, but I'll figure it out. Give me a sec. And so immediately I'm like talking to Brennan. Actually, first, I look up online, um, uh, you know, any airline that's flying to L.A. And so I found a flight from United and then I realized, like, I'm flying Delta, which Delta can rebook my flight for free. But now if I'm flying a different airline, I got to go buy an extra plane ticket. And I'm thinking, oh, my God, like, why did I do this? Like, now I have to go and spend five hundred dollars to take a one way flight because it's so last minute to get to L.A. Like, what am I doing? And I was just so confused. Right. Because my sense was that my intuition was getting me off this plane, because for some reason, me and this plane are not a match right now. And it made no sense to me because for some reason when I get off the plane, I wasn't worried about anyone on the plane. Like I could feel that everyone is safe. It's just that me plus these people, plus this plane isn't safe. And I can't even explain that. I have no explanation for that, but for some reason that's what I was feeling. And so I went down to the other side of the airport I booked a flight to United and I'm like way too embarrassed to tell my friends. So I didn't even bother to go to Lauren and Jen who are still at the Delta lounge because I forgot my Delta ticket on the plane in the seat in front of me. And so I could, I didn't have a boarding pass from Delta. Now I have, you know, I'm looking at flights from United. And so I remember going across to United and talking to them, you know, seeing, seeing if it's cheaper to buy from them. If I need to go out of the airport, check myself back in. Like I had a million questions because I've never done this. And so after having a conversation with them, I ended up booking my ticket and I call Brennan. And Brennan is like beyond confused. And he's like, Catherine, I don't understand you, but I I trust you. I trust that you know what you're doing. I don't always understand your intuitive thought processes. And that's very true. Like sometimes I go down the rabbit hole and Brennan's like, I don't know where you're going. He's like peeking into the rabbit hole and he's like, I don't know where you are, Catherine, but it looks like you're having a great time. So I'm just going to leave you in there. And I was trying to explain it to him. And I was like, Brennan, I'm so embarrassed right now. And he was like, why are you embarrassed? And I was, and this is actually 20 minutes go by and I see like, I'm tracking the flight, right? I'm tracking the Delta flight just to make sure everyone gets home safely, because that's just my biggest concern. For some reason, the plane felt unsafe. And so I'm like tracking and seeing that they're in the air. And I'm thinking like, F, what if this was my ego, and immediately I just felt so embarrassed and disappointed in myself of like, what did I just do? And I remember calling Brennan and Brennan's like, have go journal on it and you'll figure it out, right? And so I went to the United Lounge and I didn't have like, because I wasn't in an international flight. Um, I couldn't just go into the lounge with my first class ticket. I needed to have a special credit card in combination with the ticket. So then I had to buy the lounge pass, and I'm like, oh my God, Brennan's gonna kill me. Like, I'm spending, you know, an extra $600 that does not need to be spent. I'm coming home five hours later than I need to come home. And for what? Like, I need an explanation. And I just felt so embarrassed. Um, and weird about it. And I remember going to, sitting in the lounge and I have five hours to kill now and I'm in a bad mood and I'm grumpy. And so I don't feel like working. Um, I remember I had some coaching homework I can get done. I had some writing stuff I could get done. Like there's a plethora of work to do. And I just wasn't in the mood for any of it. I just felt so embarrassed. And so I whipped out my journal and I just started writing. I just started writing like what happened, like what I felt why, how is this serving me? Because here's the thing that I do, guys. Whenever something isn't going my way or whenever something isn't making sense or whenever I am confused about something, I will always flip it. And I open up my journal and after describing what happened and just kind of allowing myself to release, I always ask the question, how is this happening for me? How? Is this serving me? Right? How is this fiasco serving me? Like whatever I just did. And after journaling for half an hour, it immediately dawned on me that number one, because mind you, time has passed, and actually it didn't really click for me. It didn't really, fe- it wasn't like a full body click for about three hours. And by this time, the plane that I was supposed to be on already landed in LA. So everyone landed safely. I was tracking it, um, and I know my bag already made it to LA. And I'm like, I'm like, man, I wish I was on that flight. Like, why did I get off? And immediately, I recognized that that was just my ego. And how I recognized this was, I immediately had flashbacks to what I've told my students before in the past, where your ego is the voice of fear, and your higher self is the voice of love. And it will act out accordingly, even if it senses that you are in quote unquote danger, which to the ego, danger is like danger to your physical self or danger to your growth or danger to your ego or danger to your comfort zone. And your higher self will also get you out of dangerous situations, but it's going to do it coming more from a gentler place. It's going to come from a place of love. And I was like, holy shit. I set an intention and I immediately remember this. I set an intention to figure out the answer to this question so that I could teach it to my students and I could teach it to those listening to my podcast and I can share it with you guys right now listening to me on this live stream that, and I wrote this down in my journal, that that was my ego and fear from ego. And this is going to sound very familiar right now. Frantic anxious, all of a sudden, palms sweating, (laughs) trying to get you out of there ASAP, it's a very last minute decision to drop out. That's usually ego. And so how this can sound familiar is like plane ride aside, my fight or flight, except flight without flight, ha ha, Brennan gave me that title, um, is for instance, like a last Hail Mary, when you're about to go on a live stream and someone knocks at your door, or you get a phone call, or you get an important text message, like something distracts you from doing what you really need to be doing as an as a last minute Hail Mary is typically your ego. When you're about to go on stage, all of a sudden, all the crazy thoughts come in and your palms start sweating and you get anxious and you get nervous. And all of a sudden you're just like, oh my God, what the F am I doing? Trying to get you out of there because it senses that you're about to do something that's totally unlike you and totally out of your comfort zone, right? Or a similar thing could could happen. and happens to me all the time. Before I go on a podcast or before you know, I do stuff that's getting me to the next level. I will always have a, a last hail Mary from my ego. And I've known that, but I had to experience it on such a ridiculous level to finally understand the differences because then I was able to trace back to other times in my life where my higher self really did warn me about a situation, but it did so in this manner. And I wrote down in my journal, when your higher self actually warns you about something, it gives you a detour without you even recognizing that it's a detour. So you know how like plans randomly fall through and it's not self-sabotage. It's not like you really actually wanted to do it, but for some reason plans fell through or you were on your way to somewhere and um, there was unnecessary traffic. And then you realize that the unnecessary traffic happened because it's preventing you from meeting this person for a reason or preventing you from going to on a specific road for a reason because there's a car accident there. And it would have like all of the different scenarios could have happened. It's always some sort of detour without you even realizing it's a detour or it's just going to make something happen for you, preventing you from getting into an unintended situation. Or it will calmly inspire you to take an action to avoid a potentially dangerous situation. It's a calm inspiration. It's very like, it's an inner knowing and it doesn't feel like, oh my God, there's danger. I have to do something now. It's, it's more like, um, and I, was thinking about like how to best explain it to you. But like one uh, one way I could explain it to you is, you know, for instance, leaving your house over something like being late somewhere over something stupid or traffic on the freeway causing you to miss your flight, missing it for a reason, right? If your higher self was actually preventing you from being in a certain situation because it's not for your highest good, it would happen in that manner, not you just going into full blown panic attack mode, right? Not just this anxious, anxiousness, because anxiousness, franticness, panic attacks come from fear. And what is the voice of your ego? It is fear. But if you calmly feel inspired, like you, have you ever just like calmly had a feeling that something is off and you just felt inspired? Like, for instance, in this example, what If it really was my higher self acting, what I would have done instead was I would have been like, you know what? I'm just feeling a later flight tomorrow or I'm just feeling like I should change my flight or something will inspire me to get home to L.A. in a different way. And that would be my higher self because that's the voice of love. It's the voice of or the action of guiding you rather than freaking you the F out to where you embarrassingly get off a flight for no reason. And I literally, when that happened, I was like, why is this happening? And I I knew you guys would appreciate it because I thought I was being so ridiculous. And now I'm so grateful that there was a lesson behind it. And there always is a lesson behind it, right? Like anything that happens in your life or any way that you think you embarrass yourself or think you do something stupid or you're confused or you're frantic or you think you're going crazy, like it is still all happening for a reason. So in a weird inception way, if you guys think about it, my higher self implanted me in this position to listen to my ego so that I can learn a lesson and then be able to share it with you, which I think is so freaking brilliant and so, so funny. So next time, you know, next time you tune into your intuition or you have a moment like this, or you feel similar feelings as to what I felt on the airplane that day, I want you to tell me and you can tell me maybe you had an insight right now. So maybe right now you wanna um, send me a DM or you wanna comment right now on this live stream or you wanna screenshot that you're listening to this podcast right now and share your biggest breakthrough and aha moment, whether or not you've experienced this before. And if you can recognize that every time you've ever had like a panic attack over something, it really was your ego. And maybe you've recognized now that there are moments in your life where there was some sort of detour or there was some sort of change of plans but it always led you to come into a much better plan like there's always a bigger plan that's so much bigger and better than your plans and it was all divinely guided to happen for your highest good i'm so so curious to hear from you please send me a dm please tag me leave a comment whatever because I want to know if this story happened or if this whatever I did happened for a reason and it helped you in any way, shape or form. And then also in the future, like take these take these um, insights with you and just compare and contrast. Right. Because the only way you're ever going to learn and the guys this took me years, years, years to get here to finally learn how to distinguish You know, the difference, and maybe this is just still how I experience it. I cannot speak for all of you. I cannot speak for everyone. Um, Are there similarities? Are there no similarities? And just for you to become conscious of it, because I think that the biggest thing that prevents people from achieving their dreams or achieving or going after what they really want to go after is an ego that's out of control. Or not having awareness of the duality of the ego and the higher self. And just to let you know, both your higher self and your ego are in your body, or you are in the human body experiencing the ego and the higher self at the same time for a reason because they're both serving you. Because the ego is helping you survive the physical 3D world, and the higher self is your guide. And you need both because in order to be a human being, you have to survive, right? You have to live. You have to, it, the ego is the one who's who's telling you to look both ways before you cross the street. The ego is the one who's like, hey, there might be a lion around that corner and you might wanna watch out because it wants you to survive your physical body. And then your higher self wants you to achieve your highest potential in all of your dreams and goals. And so they are both serving you. But what I see happen all the time is when people think that it is actually the same voice or it's actually just them, like you are your ego. Right. Like you the, the thoughts are actually yours when they really aren't or the thoughts, you know, they're they're I'm trying to say is they're using their ego to direct them towards making decisions that's getting them closer, but really further apart. From their goals and dreams because the ego is never going to lead you to your goals and dreams. It's on your higher self. So I'm really curious, make sure you tag me. And then guys, I know all of you on the live stream are already doing this. Um, I hope at least, but if you're on the podcast and you're not yet following my Instagram at manifestation, babe, I'm doing an epic, epic, epic live stream series starting on July 15th that I've never done before ever. There's going to be a prize involved. There's going to be lots of exciting stuff involved, but I've never done a business type like how to manifest your dream business and the five blocks or limiting beliefs that are preventing you from going um, toward your biggest business goals. I'm going to be doing a live stream just like that, a five-day series that you're not going to want to miss. So make sure you're following me so you get the, you get all the deets, you know when to sign up because I'm going to um, put out a sign-up page on Monday. I don't know when this podcast episode is going out quite, quite frankly, but if you go and follow me on Instagram, I'm sure the deets are somewhere. It's either in the link in my bio, a recent post, or even in my story. Um, but I don't want you to miss it. It's going to be so, so, so exciting. And I also wanted to thank you, For anyone who's left a review for the Manifestation Bay podcast, because it is you guys who keep me going. It is you guys who keep me wanting to share all my crazy stories on this podcast, helping you figure out this thing called life and help you manifest your biggest goals and desires and help you master your ego and master your thoughts and master your limiting beliefs and master your mind and master everything, your emotions, your life. And I'm so grateful for every single review um, that is left for the Manifestation Bay podcast. Uh, my team reads them. I read them. And we're going to start featuring the review of the week very, very soon and giving a prize that only exists for the person whose review we like most, I guess. I guess is how we're going to choose you. Um, I asked my team to do this part because hashtag outsource. And they're better at looking um, for... they're They're better at this than I am because I anyway, regardless. So thank you so much for leaving a review. And then if you haven't yet, don't forget, and I've been doing this for a while. So if you haven't gotten your manifestation hypnosis yet, leave a review, screenshot it before you send it in. Cause once you send it in, it goes into the iTunes vortex for a couple of days before it pops up and actually shows up on the page. And I want you to get the hypnosis sooner than later, um, and not get lost in the vortex. So screenshot it. Send it to my team, hello at manifestationbabe.com, and we'll send you a free gift, which is the Manifestation Hypnosis that will help you reprogram and rewire your thinking when it comes to anything that you want to manifest in a way that's very effortless because we're working with your conscious mind here and your subconscious mind works without any effort at all. And this is one of my favorite ways to reprogram the mind, so you definitely don't want to miss it. All right, you guys, I hope you're having an incredible day. I'm going to head out to the gym. It is Friday when I'm recording this. So for those of you on the live stream, have a happy weekend. And those of you on the podcast, whenever this comes out, hope you're having an amazing day. All right. Bye. Thank you so much for tuning into today's episode. If you absolutely loved what you heard today, be sure to share it with me by leaving a review on iTunes so that I can keep the good stuff coming your way. If you aren't already following me on social media, come soak up the extra inspiration on Instagram by following at Manifestation Babe or visiting my website at manifestationbabe.com. I love and adore you so much and can't wait to connect with you in the next episode. In the meantime, go out there and manifest some magic.